Edward and the Pirates by David McPhail. Once Edward learned to read, there was no stopping him. Cereal boxes at the breakfast table, seed catalogs that arrived on the coldest day of winter, the inscription on the monument in the town square, and books, all kinds of books. Edward especially liked stories of adventure when he read about Admiral Perry racing by Dogsland to the North Pole. Edward was right alongside, comforting the brave dog and urging them on. When he read that the bold outlaw Robin Hood was surrounded by the evil sheriff of Nottingham's men, it was Edward who came to the rescue. And when he read about Joan of Arc leading her troops to victory, it was Edward who carried her shield and held it up just in time to deflect the bow of the battle axe. Sometimes what Edward read seemed to become real. Once while he was reading a book about dinosaurs, he was convinced he had seen a Tyrannosaurus looking in his window. Next to home, the library was Edward's favorite place. He had his own library card borrow all the books he could carry. One day, Edward found a book lying on the shelf behind some other books. The book was old, covered with dust. Edward blew away the dust and read the title, Lost Pirate Treasure. He sat down and began to read. Some pirate treasure has never been found. Edward was still reading when he felt someone tap him on. On the shoulder, it was Miss Torres, the librarian. Time to go, Edward, she said. The librarian will be closing soon. Edward checked out the book and walked home, arriving just in time for supper. That night, Edward went to bed early, taking his book with him. When the pirate ship was beginning, tossed about on the stormy sea, and it was Edward who bravely took the helm. Sometime in the night, Edward felt his bed being bumped. Edward sat up and looked around as he saw the surrounded by pirates. What are you pirates doing in my room? He demanded. You've come for that book, answered the pirates, who seemed to be the leader. We think it tells where our treasure is buried. I can't give it to you, Edward explained. It's checked out on my library card. You'll have to wait till I return it. The pirates begged, but Edward couldn't change his mind. They pleaded, but Edward folded his arms around the book and shook his head no. They even promised him to share the treasure, but that didn't work either. You'll have to walk the plank pirates, but Edward stood firm. Finally, one of the pirates drew his sword and waved it over Edward's head. Hand it over, he roared, but Edward wouldn't budge. Better be quiet, 
you warn the pirates or you'll wake up my mom and dad. Edward had just finished speaking when the door of his room burst open and someone riding a huge white horse charged in. It was Edward's mother. She was dressed in a shining suit of armor and was carrying a lance. She pinned the sword waving pirate to the wall, but then the other pirates drew their swords and closed in for the attack. Suddenly, a fury of arrows flew through the air, knocking all the swords away. A figure dressed in a green tunic bounded into the room, bow drawn, arrows at the ready. It was Edward's father. Back off, he commanded to the pirates. Go stand in the corner. The pirates did as they were told. Don't hurt us, they begged. Edward felt sorry for the pirates. They only came for this book, he explained to his mother and father. I don't think they meant any harm. Edward handed over the book to the pirates. The head pirate held it open while the others huddled close by, talking in whispers. After a few minutes, the pirate gave the book back to Edward. It's of no use to us, he said sadly. We can't read. You can't read, asked Edward. Not one word, answered the other pirate. None of us can. I'll read it to you, then, said Edward. That is, if it's all right with my mom and dad. It was. But don't stay up too late, Edward's mother told him firmly, and close the window when you leave, said Edward's father to the pirates. As his mother and father left the room and went back to bed, Edward opened a book and began to read out loud. Some pirate's treasure has never been found. by David McPhail. It was a rainy day. I asked my mom if I could go out and sail my boat on the puddles. She said, okay, but you stay out of the puddles. I got dressed in my rain boots and coat and went to sail my boat in the largest puddle I could find. A frog came along and sat down beside me. Nice boat, he said. Then he jumped onto my boat and sailed away. Come back, I called, but he wouldn't listen. A turtle floated by. Tea time, said the turtle. Care to join me? I can't, I said. I need to get my boat back. Besides, I'm not allowed to go in the puddles. But the frog steered my boat right into the turtle. Crash! The frog laughed. He thought it was funny. The turtle didn't think it was funny at all. She was angry. Then an alligator offered to help. Want me to get your boat back for you? He asked. Really? Really? 
that would be great, I said. So the alligator swam out to take my boat away from the frog. And he did, right between his giant teeth. But the boat looked different than it did before. Sorry, he said. Don't worry about it, I told him. Next, a pig wanted to swim in the puddle. He took a running start and jumped in. Splash me. My mom's not going to like this, I yelled to the pig. Before long, a thirsty elephant showed up. And she drank. And drank. And drank. Until the puddle was nearly gone. The other animals were upset with the elephant. Put back the water, they shouted. So she did. She left. And... When the sun started to come out, the other animals left too. Then the sun dried up the rest of the puddle, and I took my boat home. When I got there, my mom had a hot bath waiting for me. Can I bring my boat? I asked her. Of course, she said, and I did.